This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing okay today. I'm just, uh, you know, feeling somewhat yucky feeling from the rain. It's going to rain all day. I know that while you are listening to this, hopefully on Saturday morning, it'll be a beautiful day. But as we're recording it, it ain't so hot. Anyway, it's how it is. So what's going on in your world? Um, just, you know, keeping it all together. That's all. Just keeping it all together. It's, um, yeah. it's been this, the, yeah, the rain's a little yucky, but we need it desperately. So it's not a bad thing and it's not pouring, pouring. So that's, that's good. Um, it's going, it's getting cl- colder. And of course we'll be, um, fall, uh, putting the clocks back. An hour. I heard somebody say um, on Facebook, I saw a little post that said, really, do we need an additional hour in 2020? <laughs> yeah. The sooner we yeah. get rid of this year, the better we're all going to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That was oh, not good. God. But you told me that you got your book, Growing Young. I did, did get you it. Have a I started to look reading at it? it. Yeah, I started reading Um the uh-huh. forward, just because I wanted the introduction, excuse me. So I wanted to just kind of get an idea of what she, but of course I've only, that was one time and I haven't picked it up since. And I'm sitting here yeah. staring at it now, but um, <laughs> it's just one of those things. I think I'm going to read, I think I'm going to read, I think I'm going to read and I don't. So, um, mm-hmm. but I will, I'll get to it. So far I, I'm enjoying it. Okay. I like well, that's good. I like the birthday cake on the front. Yeah. It's really pretty neat. I like that. I ordered it uh, to be on my Kindle, so I will have a chance to read that either on my iPhone or on my iPad whenever I get around to it. But I have so many books that I have stacked on my nightstand. I know. And I want all, I want to read all of them, but I also know that when I start reading at night, if it's not a novel, 
and it's not something that keeps me mentally engaged in it. I fall asleep. So that's not good. Um, But I I also think that some of the books I have are books that uh, would really make a big difference in my life as far as reading them and then incorporating some of what they have to say uh, about how to live a better life, I guess. But, you know, I look at it and I say, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of areas of improvement I could make. But at the same time, um, that lethargy of moving, of making changes is just (laughs) overwhelming. So I just kind of say, oh, okay, let's move on to a novel. Get in there, get into that person's saga and story so much easier. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, it's just, it's always been like that for me. Even as a kid, I used to love, love, love to read. And I read in the summertime, I used to read at least two or three books a week. And they were all novels. And I would just grab them off the shelf in the library. I didn't care. I, I It wasn't that there was a particular author. I realized the other night the reason why I loved it so much was because it, it transported me to other places and, and other yeah. people's lives. And it was, a, it was a means of escape. You know, I realized that. But it was not, it was a innocuous one. I mean, nobody got hurt. I wasn't doing anything illegal. No drugs. You know, it just, it worked out well. And yeah. so... Um, I kind of feel like that um, when I get involved in a um, these, uh, like, number one in a movie, when, I, when it ends, yeah. I feel like um, they're... I feel like I was living in the same town with the people. I kind of get so mm-hmm. into it. And I kind mm-hmm. of feel that way with some of these um, series that I've been binge watching and stuff. You just, mm-hmm. I just, you know, which I kind of like if I binge watch. It's not that I do it often, but I'd like to binge read because I haven't been doing that like you just said. So I'd like to yeah. read more. But I have, even on my my. my nightstand i have uh brene brown's daring greatly which i read halfway and still haven't finished it and i can tell you it's been on my my nightstand for two years so i mean yep okay come on i know get going i got them though i got them like that too but i mean I, i was reading something yesterday from a guy who is um He's, he's an extremely, extremely disciplined person with his hours and his days and all that kind of stuff. And he, he owns a business where people um, use their services to write courses, online courses. And so he's kind of veered off a little bit in a, a daily email that talks about some of the things that he does um, in his very disciplined lifestyle. And he mentioned the fact that at this point in our evolution as human beings, we have an atten- adults have an attention span of about eight, it used to be 13 seconds, now it's eight. And if something doesn't capture your attention in eight minutes, you're on to the next thing. Eight and minutes that's- or seconds? Seconds, I'm sorry, seconds. So that's, when you think about all of the stuff that comes in front of your face on a daily basis, from Facebook, from um, all the social media, 
plus the things that you see in your email, the things that you get, news feeds and, you know, interruptions in the moment because of this, that, and the other thing. They all take you less than about eight seconds to absorb the concept. And I, and I think of myself when I read, but then in quotes, read the newspaper. I know that I read the headline, the first, maybe the second, into the third paragraph, and after that I'm gone. Or maybe I can read just the uh, headlines and I'm, I'm done. Because that's all I need to know. That's how I feel about it. Well, this guy was saying that one of the things that we need to do is learn how to stretch that time frame, how to keep ourselves more present in the moment and how to stay mentally engaged because it truly does have an effect on our brain health. And he suggested one of the things that he wants people to do is to read a book in its entirety. Sit down and start with a, a short book, uh, maybe, you know, something of 20 or 30 pages. Start there and read the book from beginning to end. And then keep stretching it a little bit farther, a little bit more. And that way it's supposed to help with your ability to really focus on things and stay with it. And I thought to myself, yeah, that's probably a good idea. And I thought of that in conjunction with all the books that are stacked on my nightstand. And I said, there's just no way you can do that because I can't sit there and read for a couple hours when it's 12 o'clock midnight I can't do that. I, that's just not realistic. And that's why you have to do it at a different time. I know, but that. It, the, but during the day, I just find a thousand distractions, and I I, I make them up. I make up a lot of them too. You know, I know oh, it. There's that thing over there. I really should take that down and wash it. Or this thing over here needs to be put away. Or I have to reconstruct this thing. And you just I know. find a thousand things that can interrupt your train of thought. Mm -hmm. So I think he's got a point. You know, it, it is important that we actually learn how to stay in the moment a little bit longer than we currently do. Because if this keeps going, we're going to be a society and a group of people that if you don't tell us what I, you need to know within three seconds, I'm on to the next thing. Yeah, it's a little And that's much. not good. No, it's not. It stifles a lot of um, self-expression. Mm-hmm. And you know, just a lot of reasons. Well, the why other thing I thing. think, too, when I used to read the newspaper, I read every article just because I used to take a quiz on Sundays, which they don't have in the Scranton Times anymore, and mm. I, I would always want to get 100%. Of course, I did sometimes, but didn't always, and it would tick me off because I think, wait a minute, I read that. What do you, what, you know, and <laughs> anymore, they don't have it, haven't had it now, so I'm I'm not as I'm not as as um, eager to read the entire story if I don't. And then you also because we listen to other sources of mediums, media such as TV or radio, so we hear information condensed other than reading paragraph after paragraph of something. So yeah. um, I'm and I'm I personally am much more of an auditory learner anyway. So I'd rather mm -hmm. hear 
somebody tell me something than read it. Um, yeah. So that's just my, that's just me. It's what I learn. But, um, and I get tired too. Like my eyes start, I'm like, okay, I don't want her. And, you know, but the best book I got, and I remember thinking, I never want to put it down. One of my favorites, favorites, favorites was um, Open House by Elizabeth Berg. And it What's was that just... About? Um, it's about a woman who got divorced um, and how she, they actually had a movie um, uh, on it, uh, like a, uh, one of those like NBC or one of the networks did a movie um, uh, based on the book. It was great. And I'm trying to remember who was in it, but it was wonderful. And the book was just how she, you know, transitioned from the divorce and what she did and how she got um, uh how she changed her life and brought people into her home um, and let them rent from her and, and the people she learned and met through that. And it was just really, it was a great, a great book. And I just remember thinking, I don't, I don't want this to end. And when it ended, I was like, Oh God. And then I purposely would only read a page or two because I wanted it to last. You know what I mean? And that's, yes, I do. Yes, just I do. one of those things that one of those books that I just, just loved i just love it and that's more on the novel side you know and then there's so many other books that i read self-help books that i of course are my favorite things um yeah i just they're just um those kind of books are novels are just again i put myself like you feel like you're friends with these people do you know what i mean it just mm-hmm. yep. it takes you to another place and i mean i know people who read and read and read and read. it's almost an addiction yeah. you know where they just yep. constantly have a book in their hand and i i don't know i worry about that i wouldn't want to be that either <laughs> but still it's you know it's amazing so but I love it. We're going to take, I think we're going to take a quick break, though, and continue talking about uh, a couple more things in the next segment. So um, you're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we will be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. 
ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over Northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA One Source Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA One Source Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the Managing Director and Financial Planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm designed specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. That's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And you know who we have to wish a big happy birthday to? We did it last week, I think, or the week oh. before, but we'll say it again to my, our dear friend, Miss Deb Petersonian. Miss oh, Deb yeah, Petersonian. I was going to say that. Yeah. Or as I call her, Petersonian. That's her nickname. So. Um, <laughs> But it's funny because Love it. She, everybody calls her Peterson now. <laughs> That's what yeah. I call her, Peterson. It's just easy to say, you know. But so big happy birthday to our dear Deb. And it was a big one. It was 65. Oh, she might be mad you told her. She hates people knowing how old she is. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Too bad. I, take it back, I tell her that You're all not. the time. Too bad, so sad. It's our show. We can say what we want. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. It is. And, and I tell her all the time, I said, Deb, you know, Lynn and I talk about this all the time. Who cares? Yes. Really? Who cares? There isn't yes. one thing you can do about it. Right. So. Exactly. At mm-hmm. the minute you're born, you're getting older. So here we go. That's right. No one's in a different <laughs> spot. We're all the same. Yep. Oh, boy, well, oh, boy. Anybody else we have to wish a happy birthday to? No. I mean, there's a lot no, of people. Think so. I always wish people on Facebook happy birthday, and I, there's people, but, you know, I, I can't off the top of my head. Oh, I know who we can wish a happy birthday to, a big happy birthday, oh. to our dear friend, Miss Carolyn Baldy uh, Catalano. Her birthday is Saturday or Sunday, November 1st. Oh, Cool. Happy, happy birthday, birthday my Carolyn. dear Carolyn. Yes. Yep, her birthday. And last week, when we recorded this, it was yeah. Thursday. And Friday morning, my grandniece, great niece, was born. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think we talked about that because no. it wasn't happening. So to my dearest niece, Mara. And her husband Kevin Dubois. They. Uh, this is a, just a, not even a week that she's been on the planet. 
but their their daughter, Shirley Rose Dubois, was born um, in the wee hours of Friday morning of last week, over seven pounds and some ounces, I forget, and 19, 18 or 19 inches long. And she's just, she's beautiful. I mean, she has the biggest brown eyes. I said they almost look as big as Calvin's eyes, my cat. You know, they, they're just huge, huge eyes. And she's just sweet. She's a, a darling. She's perfectly 100% normal. And mom is great. And, and they're home. They were home the day after she was born. So everybody's excited and everybody really can't wait to see her. And I am thinking that I might this weekend take a run to Philadelphia just because I can't stand it. <laughs> and I want to just get down there and see her and come home. But I, uh, it's just, it's wonderful. I'm so happy for everybody involved. And um, it's just nice to know that the next generation has started. Yes, that's so the cool oh, thing. I love that they're naming her. That they named her Shirley after your, after your mother. After and that mom. is so different mm-hmm. for young people to do because Shirley is an old name. I mean, that name has been yes. often used, at least routinely, in a long, long time. And then, of mm-hmm. course, you, you remember how cute it was when little Shirley Temple was little Shirley Temple. So it's. Yep. It's a cute little name. It's cute, and it's your mother's, and, and as we said in the airplane movies with Leslie Nielsen, and when he said, surely you can't be, surely you can't be serious. I am, and don't call me Shirley. So we, I love <laughs> Love it, love it. Um, but the uh, movie was so stupid when you think about it. But it was so oh, funny. It is a oh, movie man. that you have to watch at least three times it, because there's scary. so many sight gags that you miss. Oh, God. Oh, God. It was a classic. It really yeah, was. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Oh, but that's good wonderful stuff. news. Your sister and her husband must be over the moon with this new they baby. They are. So that's a good thing. They are. And, and uh, Mars' brother, Tim, is beyond excited to be an uncle. And he's, he went to see her last week, I guess it was, right, right after she was born. Well, at home, but not in the hospital. But he said he just can't get over how, how beautiful she is and how much he loves her. And I said, you better be a good uncle because that's your job. He said, oh, I know, I know. I, I, I'm going to take really good care of her. I said, I'm sure you will. So, Lynn, how many, I, how many great nieces and nephews do you have now? I have two. I have um, my great nephew, um, Chandler, uh, is in Florida. That's my niece, Emma's son. Okay. And, and this, and Mara's daughter, that's two. Okay, but it's right. just I wasn't you know, sure in Florida. I wasn't. So it's not I know. I wasn't sure if my favorite paper boys had any more than one baby, one uh, no, grandchild. Not at the moment. So. Not at the okay. moment. Okay. But I will say that next year, uh, I believe in December. It's already been booked, from what I hear. Uh, my other niece in Florida, Hannah, is getting married in Charleston, and they are. Uh, it's going to be obviously destination wedding because they live in Florida. I just can't wait for that because I think that's going to be fantastic. And it's just going to be nice to see everybody. And she has said that she would really 
like to seriously think about living in Charleston because um, she's she's always been someone who likes the seasons, you know, and, and they don't get that in Florida. So I know she loves the snow. She loves the whole piece of it. But I think I don't think she wants to come up to Pennsylvania. <laughs> I think North Carolina or South Carolina is pushing it far enough north. Well, that's so why so many knows? people live there because it's it's kind of the best of both worlds in many yeah. ways. So, yes, mm-hmm. uh, that's great. Uh, well, yeah. All so we got babies, it's all good. All we have to do is get Timothy going, and he'll be he'll be a great father if he ever decides that the profession of law. Is, Don't push it. Don't push I know. it. I know. I know. Yeah. That's good. And I will have, um, I will be a happy mama all this week because my uh, um, favorite second born child will be um, arriving (laughs) tonight or tomorrow. My favorite second born. (laughs) And he will be in. um, That would lead one to think that he might have been a twin or triplet or quadruplet. No, because then I can say my first, my favorite firstborn, and then I'm saying they're both my favorites, so that's why. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so Sean's coming so in for a visit. Sean is coming home, and he did, um, which I shared on Facebook, he, he did an op-ed for the morning call um, about um, the type of person Joe Biden is. And um, knowing firsthand, working with him, both for him at the White House as an intern when he was the vice president, Sean, in between his junior and senior year at Penn was at the White House as an intern, specifically in Joe Biden's office. And then um, after he graduated from Penn, before he started law school, he worked for his cancer initiative in D.C. for about a year and a half. So Sean has seen him in this non one in a political way and one not of course um you know you're i say everything's political but you know that in a different in a in a different capacity and wrote about felt that he um wanted to write about the kind of man and the integrity the guy has um and wrote about it in the morning call decided to do it as an op-ed he actually wrote a letter to the editor and they put it in yesterday so i shared that on facebook and tomorrow um, which you guys will on Friday. So if you read it, you'll see it. And if you didn't read it, get tomorrow's paper, meaning Friday's. And if you're listening to it, it would be yesterday's paper. Because um, Sean, Sean wrote a letter to the editor at the Scranton Times as well. So um, just to give a different spin on that perspective from working from him with him and i think it was it was a great some a great great uh letter and i'm very proud of him and um again coming from a different perspective and he's a local kid who you know um grew up in the same area as joe did for the first 10 years of his life and it influences how you become who you are so mm-hmm. um it's great so i don't know if you read it but if you didn't read it you're talking about the Allentown Call Chronicle? Yes. No, the okay. Allentown Morning Call. Morning Call. I'm sorry. The Allentown, yeah. Pennsylvania Morning Call. Okay. Right. And then he also wrote one for the Scranton Times that will right. appear the when? Morning, well, the Morning Call in Allentown was yesterday, the 28th. It was an op-ed. And then okay. the letter to the editor at the Scranton Times will go in tomorrow, the 
30th, um, mm-hmm. and, um, Friday the 30th. So, okay. Well, that's yeah. nice to know. I think that's really yeah. pretty cool. Very, very good job. Very proud of them. And again, you know, Sean's, um, all about get out the vote, get out the vote. So, and so is everyone else because I've never in my life seen so much information about voting. And I think it's crucially important, mm-hmm. um, this year, um, if that's the correct term, um, it, we have to we have to do this. So let's remind everybody, please, if you haven't yet, please vote ASAP. And unless you're going vote. to the polls, unless you're going to the polls, right? You have to, yeah. You know, yeah. Like Tom um, Ridge was on TV today. They had a Savannah did a, a, an interview with four Homeland Security people, two in. Um, uh, Bush at the Bush administration and two in Obama, I think. And, um, and they talked about this and Tom Ridge, who was our ex governor. Um, and he was the first, I think, Homeland security advisor we've we've Mm -hmm. ever had, I think. And he said, you can, you can, you have to have your vote in by November 3rd, but the votes, not all votes will be counted by November 3rd. Yes. So, but you know, uh, I said something to Pat yesterday that it just, um, it's just a different perspective on all of this major, major push by everybody in every sector to get people to vote. Um, you know, sports world, everybody constantly make sure you vote. Uh, PSAs on TV, it's everything. And I said to him, isn't it really sad? fundamentally sad that we as a nation who who revere the fact that we have the ability to vote that we have to be cajoled and reminded and begged and nudged to vote why i don't i have relatives that were like that who never voted never bothered and And women especially difference it and women, make, I'm it just saying us, anybody. No, no, but I'm saying we, it took us for, but it took us forever to, to have the right to vote a hundred years ago this year. You know, uh, what would you not do it for? Why yes. wouldn't you it, it just it's, it's do it? Exactly. Oh, I don't know, but you know, I do know a lot of people who are who are voting. Um, who never did before, who registered this year and oh, good. are doing the right thing. So I'm the hats off to anyone who, who, who hasn't and now is and keep on doing it because it is important. So important. So please, um, you know, let's see what happens. We'll talk. We'll be on next week after the election is over. We'll see what happens in all of this. We might know a little bit more than we do. Um, because I say a little yeah. bit because God only knows, but um, please vote and um, and and again, hats off to all those out there who put themselves out um, into the arena and and take a chance on um, uh, winning um, an election because it's not an easy thing to do, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I, you know it's it's all good. So hats off, and then we will see. We will we'll 
we'll be able to talk about it, but let's first talk about our good, our dear friend, um, Megan Lashinsky, who will be cut Lashinsky. Is that how you properly say it? Lashinsky. She Mm -hmm. is our um, canine, certified canine rehab uh, practitioner with VREC. And she'll be up next to tell us a little bit about how that works and uh, what you can do if you need her assistance. So we will be back. You're listening this morning to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitch and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC Certified Public Accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and non-profit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. Universal Printing started out in Northeast Pennsylvania in June of 1995. Since that time, we have grown to 155 employees. What we do, we're a document solutions business. We do printing. We have an IT department on site. There's computer programmers, developers, production people. So all of our IT is done in-house. The nature of our business is it is very capital intensive. What we continue to do is adapt to the needs of our customers. And in order to do that, we have to continue to invest in the best state-of-the-art equipment that's out there. And we can do that with the support of Fidelity Bank. Fidelity allows us to play on a playing field that we could never have played on if we didn't have the support of a strong local bank that believed in us. They're not just saying they support the community, they're doing it. And we feel really blessed to have a partner in Fidelity Bank. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, everybody. I'm Laurie Cadden. Welcome back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. And I am the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans. I am uh, 
I guess the managing director, I hate to say that term because I'm not sure what that means I manage, but I'm a managing director and the financial planner with Women of Substance LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on Google Podcasts, uh, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, and others. And our guest expert today is Megan Lashinsky, who is from the Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center in Clark Summit. And her title is besides the fact that she's a certified veterinary technician, she's also a certified canine rehab practitioner. Welcome. All right, good morning. Hi, Megan. I'm so, so happy that you're here with us. We've talked about doing this interview because I think that it is one of the most um, obscure and unknown things right. that goes They're on. Right, really up and coming. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, people don't know that this even exists there and or that it even exists as a practice. And then secondly, mm-hmm. that it is in Clark Summit. So tell us what it is that you do with the dogs. What, what do they have to have as a pre-existing condition in order to use the services of VREC in this regard? Right. So most of my patients um, are uh, actual patients of the hospital. Um, Generally, they present with some sort of underlying injury um, and have, you know, a procedure through our surgery service. Um, So it could be a sprain. um, It can be osteoarthritis. It can be a fracture, um, you know, something of that nature. Uh, And then generally where I get involved is kind of in the post-op care with these patients afterwards. So, um, you know, just just like you and I that are kind of laid up in bed for several weeks or months after an injury, these guys are no different. And I'm kind of there to kind of help owners through that process and kind of get those patients back to, um, you know, kind of their full potential. So uh, a lot of what I do is, you know, range of motion exercises after surgery, stretching, different kind of balance and coordination things, obviously some massage and heat therapy. Um, but it's a kind of a big... Um, there's a goal there too, right? Um, not yet. <laughs> Hopefully with the building oh, okay. expansion, that will be in the works. But yeah, I unfortunately don't have a pool or an underwater treadmill here, but certainly something on our wish list. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Megan, tell everybody too, which I think is important, um, how one... Um, how you were there, you've been with Dr. Genova now, you said about 10 to 11 years or so, and you right. were a certified um, vet tech, and then you decided that the need and the desire uh, for on your end was there, the need from the um, what we need in our area for rehabilitation specials for pets. Um, what what made you say, you know what, I'm really going to, I'm going to get continued schooling, and I'm going to do this, and and what, what was it about it that made you think, you know what, this would be interesting and I, I think I want to do this? Um, I mean, certainly I think it probably all stems back to one of my own pets um, that had surgery. Um, and I kind of really saw the need for it with him. And really there's only probably one other person in the in the 
viewing area that does this full time. Um, otherwise, you're looking at traveling to maybe Allentown or one of the universities or another kind of big specialty hospital to have this done. Um, but like I said, it kind of all stemmed back to you know my own dog, and I saw the need for it with him, and thought you know this is really something I want to do. Um, you know, not only for pets but for me too. It's kind of just become a passion of mine. Yeah, I think it's really neat. And then, as Lynn was saying earlier, the fact that not everybody knows that is available, um, I, I, it must make people feel really good when they happen to say to, to Dr. Genova or one of the other vets, you know, I, my pet could use this, but where am I supposed to go? So having it right here in our little neck of the woods is, is I'm sure, has been a wonderful thing for people to wrap their arms around for it, for that. Right. Yeah, and like I said, certainly it's up and coming on the hospitals doing a little bit more here and there just to kind of get the word out um you know we're working on brochures and things like that obviously angela has been updating our website to kind of show everything that we offer here um but yeah do you get uh megan do you get referrals from other yeah so i can take referrals from yeah so i can take referrals from outside veterinarians if there's a you know, an owner that has a pet that they think may benefit from seeing a rehab practitioner. Um, obviously, they have to come to me with a diagnosis. I have a form that I will fax to the vet's office that they fill out uh, kind of with the diagnosis and, you know, medications that they might be on, what they tried, um, and that sort of thing as far as an outside referral. And like I said, the majority of probably my patients come from, you know, internally inside the hospital. So these are patients that have had surgery through our surgery service or, you know, maybe we're seen through the emergency service and had an injury or something and they kind of have follow up with me that way so hmm. Megan does it does does this come into play when you when this is what you do say an animal has a had to have a limb removed and we see mm-hmm. so many doggies and cats and you know that I I'd always I always remember that one little dog with that little those two his back legs weren't work would not work yeah. and these like little contraption where they wheel and then he's able mm-hmm. to walk or these dogs that you see and there's only they only have three legs God bless them and they they do a wonderful job does is that something that can can that qualify then to help them? absolutely uh, yep okay. yeah so, so yeah. um you know certainly if you visit the website there's kind of a list of conditions that people can look at to see kind of if their pet maybe fits the bill if this is something that you know might be of benefit to their pet so like i said you know sprains and strains or stiffness and mobility problems you know, chronic osteoarthritis you know the biggest one we think of is some sort of injury whether it be right um you know a fracture or you mentioned you know that neurologic dog where they kind of lose sensation in their back legs those patients will sometimes have an mri and surgery to kind of fix that if there's a disc that's um you know protruding on the spinal cord um you know they're the kind of biggest I guess lump of patients that I see are dogs with cruciate tears. Um, you know, that's the big one here in hospital that we probably see. So, and is it easier on a dog than a, ca- a cat? Because I would assume cats instinctually are always jumping and landing. And is is that? Do you see any? Does that happen with cats that they need to be that rehabilitated too? Um, yeah, certainly. Um, I've had a, a you know a few cats um, that I've dealt with. It's certainly I, like you said, maybe not as prevalent as as a dog. Um, it's certainly something the course touches on uh, feline patients, but the majority of it is kind of based towards the canines. Canine, um, right? But yes, yeah, certainly we can see some cats 
Um, it's, you know, is the cat going to be receptive to treatment too? You know, they're, you know, maybe a little bit more stressed at the vet office than the dog would be. So, um, you know, sometimes there's things at home we can have the owners try, but yeah, there's certainly a, a small uh, percentage of patients that I think, um, you know, of, of cats that can benefit from it too. So. And because it was called canine specific, that's why I was thrown in. And because right, Lynn has right. two, two wild cats in her house. Yeah. That's why we were talking <laughs> about. Uh, Megan knows them. Right. <laughs> I think that's yeah, little so, <laughs> so what how how what else can you tell us about this service that might um, just to, for, for anyone listening to glean more information about what the how this works, what is the best way you can tell them to look at this uh, this service that you offer? Um, so, like I said, if you're a patient um, or your pet, you know, has a recent injury or had surgery somewhere, certainly it's something we can look into. I said the other big um, kind of subset of patients is those um, osteoarthritis patients. So, um, you know, those patients, they're kind of slow to get up and move around. And certainly we can talk about medications to help with them and even just some stretching exercises to try and get, you know, mobility back um, to those patients. So, um, like I said, the hospital does have a website. It's uh, www.vrecpa.com. Um, they can search on that. There is an animal rehab um you know, link there that they can look at some maybe common conditions that might, you know, benefit from some rehab. Uh, if they always have questions or concerns, they can certainly reach out to the hospital. Um, you know, someone should be able to answer questions. And if not, they can always reach out, um, you know, internally to me and I can get back to them that way. Um, certainly even talking with their vet to see if this might be a good option for that patient too. So Great. And then you also said, as Lynn pointed out, that if, if someone is referred to you because other than going to a bigger hospitals uh, out of the area, they may not have this availability so that if it is comes in as a referral, that's something you can, you can help them with as well. Yep. Yeah. As long as they have a, a, a referral from their veterinarian, like I said, there's a form we'll typically fax that their vet will have to fill out, which is kind of some right. details right. of what's been going on. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Great. Lynn, anything else for our Megan on your end? Uh, no, I, I think we're good. I love it, Megan. This is very interesting. And what I like is like, especially on the referral end of things, if you're taking, if your dog is elsewhere and, and they come back and they need this and you don't have to travel for this type of service mm -hmm. to have that expertise right here in our own backyard, as I said, this is, it's wonderful. And we, as we always tell Nicole, when all these things pop up and she tells us about these new and exciting things happening at this hospital, it's amazing that we, we have it right here. And we are really fortunate for our, our canine friends and some kitties um, that mm -hmm. you're available, Megan, because this is a wonderful um, opportunity for people just to uh, help their pet get along after something traumatic and I, I know or not you know some kind of a routine surgery that may just may need help or as mm -hmm. you said which I like someone dealing with osteoarthritis as they get older that there's ways of making them feel a little bit better so it's, right. it's all a good thing so Megan will you tell everyone how they can reach you um, so the hospital phone number is 570 
587-7777. That's probably the easiest way to, you know, try and get in contact with me. Um, Like I said, otherwise there is a hospital website, which is drecpa.com. They can search for um, the rehab uh, site on there. Um, There is a questionnaire they can fill out if they are, you know, looking to come in to see rehab. And I can always, you know, get in contact with them that way. So, great. Well, Megan, thank you, thank you. You've done, you've done a wonderful job. We appreciate it. Um, we'd love to have you back on when if things are changing and and uh, there's something you may want to tell us more about. But I think this is great. So, thank you for that. Have a wonderful weekend, Lynn. You're all set to sign off for the week. I am. Okay. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, honey. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.